Ghost Island is finished, everybody. Season 36 is in the books. Thank you for listening to the Film Survivor Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Santilli. It's a big episode today uh, of the podcast. We are now finished. We have a winner, Soul Survivor. Spoiler alert, uh, turn this podcast off or pause it if you don't want to hear anything or what happened and come back to us later. But I'm going to move forward with the spoiler and congratulate the winner of Soul uh, of, of Season 36 Survivor Ghost Island, Wendell Holland, uh, the historic winner, winning of the game over Dominic Abate uh, in a tie vote, a historic first-time-ever uh, final winning vote that had ended in a tie. Uh, Laurel, of course, then became the uh, you know final vote caster. She voted for Wendell over Dom, and there you have it. We have you know history in the making. What a finale. I thought this season ended so strong. This episode was great. I don't Again, I don't know what people could possibly want when they watch Survivor. Uh, they see this finale. What more can you possibly ask for? Um, Survivor's kind of getting popular to hate on. It's been around for a long time. I think that kind of comes with the territory. You know, we have now been on the air for 18 years, everybody. 36 seasons. We're getting into season 37 in the fall. I'll get more on that later uh, in this podcast. But yeah, you know, if you're if you're finding yourself hating on Survivor, calling it boring and predictable or whatnot, it's still better than anything else on television. And I also, more than that, I kind of disagree with you. I don't think that you could watch last night's finale and call it boring. Uh, and I think it's part of the experience to like or dislike certain players or how they play the game. So if you're watching it and you're like, you know, Laurel's, you know, frustrating. She's not making the big moves. Totally valid to think that. Uh, but that doesn't mean Survivor's not good or it's it's not the show itself is is struggling. I thought again that this was a good season, maybe not a great season, but uh, I'll get to that too later. Uh, so what we're gonna do today on the podcast, I'm gonna talk a little bit about the show itself, give you some of my reaction to the recap or to the uh, sorry to the uh, finale episode and also the uh, live reunion show that followed last night. I'm going to uh, bring you exit interviews with all of the remaining people that were on the show heading into this episode. So I'm talking uh, one-on-one with uh, the winner, Wendell. I'm going to be talking one-on-one with Dom. And then on the phone together, I'm going to have Angela and uh, Laurel on the phone uh, on one call. And I'm going to have Donathan and Sebastian in another phone call. So all of those interviews are coming up on the podcast. Uh, please stick around. They're all awesome and revealing and good stuff. So stick around for that. At the very end, we're going to kind of give you a preview of what to expect uh, from this podcast moving forward through the summer and uh, into a, you know, a little look ahead towards uh, Season 37, Survivor David versus Goliath, uh, biblical theme that we will discuss in a little bit. But again, let's let's just talk about the show. Uh, I I mean, this was the Dom and Wendell show this season. A power couple, maybe unlike any other power couple we've seen on the show. We've seen a couple showmances or, you know, a guy and a girl kind of get together. But I do not know if we have seen the dynamic of two strong individuals like Dom and Wendell who just kind of took ownership of the game and went all the way to the end. And fitting enough, it was a neck-and-neck, you know, who's going to win between Wendell and Dom kind of a thing. Taking nothing away from Laurel, by the way, I thought this was a very solid final three. Several weeks ago in my uh, written recaps on realityt.com, I had talked about how I thought Laurel was set up to win, but the only way she could possibly win is along the way she had to take a swipe at Dom or Wendell. She didn't end up doing that, guys. She didn't end up taking that swipe, and... uh, I thought she was a dead duck. I, too, was frustrated like that she wasn't able to make the big move. I thought it was kind of sad that throughout the game, her, having her and Donathan being in you know control of so many votes, and they could have gone against Dom and Wendell at any moment, I thought it was kind of sad that it ended. their games ended by them having to cast a vote towards one another while at the complete mercy of Dom and Wendell. So just kind of sad that they didn't take that moment. They didn't seize the opportunity when they had the chance. That being said, when Laurel got to the final tribal, I was I was super stoked. I thought that she did a great job. Uh, her argument actually swayed me a little bit. She could have made the big move. That could have benefited other people, but Laurel had uh, a strategy to get to the end. The problem for Laurel 
is that her strategy was to get to the end and it wasn't to win the game. So she kind of miscalculated that people would kind of respect her more subtle gameplay. It just is what it is, people. You might like the fact that, you know, you were strategic and you got all the way to the end of Survivor, but people nowadays are expecting the big move. They expect you to put your neck on the line, do something major. Uh, That's what we refer to when we call it the Survivor resume, and Laurel just didn't have the resume going. That being said, what a tough spot to be in. I mean, think of it from Laurel's perspective. She is thinking she has a chance of winning Survivor, winning a million dollars. And within five minutes, you know, uh, well, who knows how long it took in real time, but five minutes of airtime later, she's casting her vote to who should win the game, having, having just had her dreams, like, shattered on national television. So, tough spot to be in. We're going to talk to her about her vote, though, and her thought process, as well as all of their thought processes heading through the finale. Uh, I, bro- I wrote some notes down here. I'm going to just kind of jot down. Let's see here. So, you know, as we go through... Uh, Again, I thought Wendell, deserving winner. On realityt.com, if you guys don't already read my recaps, I, I think most of you do, but hopefully you are. Uh, but on there, at the end of every season, as, as I do, I post also my updated list of winning uh, all-time Survivor winners and also uh, most memorable seasons of Survivor. So I'm posting that. I'm not going to talk too much about that on the podcast because I want to leave that up to a, be a secret in, in the article. So uh, check those out, though, and but give me your feedback now. Uh, I'm still open to hearing people's opinions on where do you think Wendell ranks uh, among all-time Survivor winners? Was he one of the better ones? Was he one of the worst ones? Should he be somewhere in the middle? And also, where does Ghost Island rank for you? Was this a terrible season in your mind? Was this one of the best seasons? You know, Does it deserve to be in the upper echelon of, of Survivor seasons? Is it, you know... Below average. Yeah, you tell me what you thought overall. I will say that I thought the the theme of Ghost Island itself was kind of lame uh, throughout. Uh, they ended up visiting Ghost Island at the end of or during this finale episode, but once again, it kind of was a you know a huge deflation for me. <laughs> like nothing really happened there, and that's kind of uh, fitting because that's how Ghost Island was for me this season. It kind of was there never really played a factor, never really lived up to the potential that I think the producers had hoped for, uh, and it just kind of was one of those failed, you know, experiments in my mind. That The actual execution of Ghost Island is what I'm talking about. Now, the concept of Ghost Island, the idea that there's these ghosts and reverse the cursed and, you know, uh, righting the wrongs of Survivor past and kind of getting flashbacks of and reminders of all these things that have happened in the game, that I totally dug. I actually liked that the history of the show was kind of woven into this season. I just didn't really like how Ghost Island itself was executed. What do you think, guys? So you guys, uh, let me know though. Give me your comments and and get on get online and let's start talking. But there's a lot of interviews coming up this way. I'm going to talk at the end of the podcast again about the idea of uh, next season, season 37, as well as this podcast and some other things that I got going on. So I hope you stick around through it all. I'm out of breath right now because I'm so excited and uh, I'm just kind of all about Survivor today. I I love the end of the season, the excitement around it, the fan base, and uh, you guys are just simply the best fans in the world. So thank you for listening to this podcast throughout the season. Uh, Thank you for your support. And again, uh, stick around through the end of this podcast uh, for some more information. So with that being said, let's get into it. We are going to talk first, why not, with the winner and sole survivor Wendell Holland, and remember, you guys can follow me at Tom Santilli on Twitter uh, for all of my Survivor coverage and also my movie reviews. I'm a uh, film critic, national film critic for Access.com, and I also produce a TV show called Movie Show Plus, which you can find on MovieShowPlus.com. So with that, uh, here is my first interview with Wendell. Hey, Tom. How's it going, man? Wendell, congratulations, man. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. <laughs> you were such an awesome, awesome player, an awesome presence on the show. Uh, I just loved watching, man, so I wanted to get that off right off the bat, man. I'm a big fan. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. So let's get into it, man. So, you know, Dom, of course, was your was your ride or die this season. Just describe for me, though, your mentality as you kind of headed into that final tribal. Were, were you surprised 
that more people didn't vote for Dom? Were you surprised that uh, that you didn't out win outright and get more votes? Like, did it kind of go the way that you thought it would go? <laughs> did it go the way I thought it would go? <laughs> um, yes, I predicted on Ghost Island that it would end in a tie, and that one of my closest friends would break the tie and vote for me, and I'd win a million bucks. <laughs> no, no, it um. I went in there and I, I kind of felt like certain people would vote for me, but I knew Dom played such a, a strong and a visible game that it would not be a cakewalk for me. So I knew that I'd have to do some serious convincing um, when I sat in front of the jury. So uh, <laughs> I, I couldn't I couldn't predict that at all. No. Were there any surprises once you saw who voted for who? Were you Were there any big surprises as far as votes that you got or votes that you didn't get? Yeah, I was surprised that I got Donathan's vote because a couple of days earlier he told me that if I sat next to Dom, Dom would get his vote. I was surprised that I did not get Desiree's vote, that I didn't get Chris's vote, or that I didn't get Libby's vote because I thought that I uh, I bonded with those players out there. And um, yeah, so there were some there were some shockers. I was surprised that I got Angela's vote, um, but looking back on it, I understand why I got her vote. So okay, I was I was shocked. Yeah. So as it's happening, you know, it's not very common that uh, Probst, you know, reads the votes at the final tribal. I think it's been 36 seasons <laughs> since he's done that. Uh, yeah. What's going through your mind the minute he starts kind of uh, going through those votes? At first, I was shocked, and I was like, "All right, this is just Probst joking with us again because he's joked with us off camera <laughs> before." And I realized, oh, I realized what's happening. This is a tie. This is. Um, this is amazing. This is a survivor first, and I know who has to break the tie, the third person sitting with us. And I know that this girl, is this, this woman is like a sister to me. So I was confident that Laurel would take care of me, and she did. I know that it, it obviously worked out for you, <laughs> and you won the game. But as a, as a fan of Survivor, do you like that, that procedure? Do you like the fact that in a tie vote it would go to the third member um, you know, of the of the finale, uh, or do you kind of think that it should have ended in a different way with a, a challenge or something? I guess for future seasons, what are your thoughts as a Survivor player? Wow, wow! I know America would have loved to see the tiebreaker be me go against Dom at Firemaker. That would be crazy. <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> as a fan of the show, I think that that would have been real cool, but. Um, not that's not everyone's game. Everyone's game is just the. Uh, not everyone can make fire, and if if there's like a an amazing social player that gets to the end of the game, or an amazing something that gets to the end of the game, and firemaking is not within that person's wheelhouse, I think that <clears throat> that might that might make America upset. Also, if if, if they wanted this like a like. Like a small, like an Adam Klein, mm-hmm. if he's going up a Adama Bate, that like that's not fair. So, um, yeah, it would have been cool to see two titans like Dom and myself go head to head at making fire, and we're probably going to do that at a bunch of cookouts and whatnot <laughs> next summer. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I, I'm glad that it turned out how it turned out. So I want to get in your head a little bit too, man. You just you were perceived and shown on the show as just kind of being one of the kind of calmest, you know, coolest uh, under fire. Uh, most people get you know senses of paranoia. You just kind of seem to play it cool the whole game. Where did where does that come from? Is that just your your nature, or like what were you kind of drawing on? Kind of let people know how you how you, how can you remain so calm in, in such a middle uh, of such chaos? Yeah, um, there I, I was. There was a lot that I was thinking about back home. Like I, I stayed grounded, thinking about my family, the relationships I had back home. And I was one of the older guys on the season. And I, in life, I've been through so much, and I've seen a lot of Survivor, and I've seen cocky players get eliminated. And um, generally speaking, in life, when I get cocky, that's I play a lot of basketball. When I get cocky on the court, sometimes I lose. Mm-hmm. So. I, I knew that I needed to remain level-headed at all times, no matter what comes to me, and uh, that's what. In 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 life, I you know, you experience failures and successes, and it, it's how you take them. And with every failure that I've experienced, I've tried to 
still remain calm and figure out the logical solution. I think I get it from my father, actually. Okay. Which we got to see him out there, man. How cool was that? It was the greatest experience ever. <laughs> greatest experience of my life. Greatest, man. He's my hero. <laughs> That's super cool, dude. Uh, I, I want to ask you, too, though, more about... Um, you know, on television, we kind of get a different angle than what you might expect out there. But from TV, we saw Laurel and Donathan kind of seemingly had a lot of opportunities to take swipes at you and Dom if they would have chosen to at certain points in the game. Did that kind of come as a surprise watching it back on TV? Did you, Were you aware of how close things could have shifted had they decided to flip on you earlier in the game? I was not aware. She, um, she, told, me, she told me, you know, many times since we've been back, for um, even like after the game, even during the game, she said how many opportunities she had to to cut me and to get me out of there. And um, now seeing it, I see <laughs> I, I see the actual opportunities, but I see her talking about it and talking about man, maybe it's time for me to cut them. I'm tired of them. Wendell didn't take me on this war- reward. I got to get him out of here. <laughs> I now actually see it. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm just thankful that she didn't take that shot at me. You were in between, uh, talk about two titans in the game, you know, with the whole Chris versus Dominic thing. You kind of found yourself in the middle of that. What made you ultimately kind of bond more so with Dom as opposed to kind of siding with Chris? I mean, I worked closer the whole time. And Chris, he, um, he's, he's a big physical threat. He's great at everything physical. But um, me and Dom... You know what? Me and Don bonded as friends out there, and I liked hanging around Don more. Mm-hmm. And okay. um, yeah, Chris, Chris's game, he just seemed like he would have uh, he would have tried to take me out after we got Don out if I if I would have worked with him. With uh, the, going back to the votes too at the end. Um, it was kind of interesting how it broke down that the, the first five members of the jury ended up voting for Dominic to win. And all of the last people on the jury ended up voting for you to win. Uh, I spoke to Dom earlier already today, and he kind of mentioned that he thought that it might have been the people that were on the jury first might have had kind of more time to process the game and be, you know, maybe a little bit less bitter. Do you do you buy into that at all, or what do you think is the reason? Do you think there's any rhyme or reason as to why uh, it split like that? <laughs> more time to process the game, man. I don't think. I think that the people that went out later in the game, they were boots on the ground and they saw more of the game. They were in the game and they saw how I was working with people. They they had the conversations with me. I don't think it was they just got voted out and they're bitter. Yes, no, I don't. I don't buy it. Cool. Do you see any other reason why? Or do you think it's just kind of the breakdown of the people's personalities? I think I man, I like that. No, Chris Noble was a leader. I think that. He got out. He was the first one on the jury, and I think that he talked to a lot of people that were um, allied with him on the on on the you know in the game. And then you get a Kellen, you get a Chelsea, you get those players that um, I, I look at them as stronger players, and they I, I think that they were able to probably talk to people, and so. I mean, and I don't know what happened at Ponderosa, but I, I feel like there was like the Chris Noble camp mm-hmm. and maybe the Kellen camp. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that the people that stayed a little bit longer in the game kind of understood a little more about, about my game. Okay. Uh, you also, too, during the game at one point, you told Dom, you know, like you're like, we're stronger in this game together than we are against each other. And did you really feel, though, that did you really see this coming down to you and Dom sitting in front of the final jury, or did you really think that there was going to be an opportunity at some point that one of you guys would have blindsided each other? I thought that there would be a time that Dom would come for me, and the time never – I never <laughs> offered him that opportunity. Like, he never got the chance. If, if there was a time for him to stab me in the back and – um see a clear path to the end, he would have done it. I don't know I don't know if I would have done that to him, but uh he would have done it. All right, okay. Uh 
What do you think, too, of Laurel as far as – I know you guys you had a close connection, but when she's sitting at final – I mean, was there kind of an error? It, was it kind of out in the air that it was between you and Dom that Laurel was a non-factor? Or did you did you kind of uh, think that as she made her argument to the jury that she actually had some ground to stand on? No, there, there was a point, um, and it's happened in Survivor before. Um, I think it happened in Game Changers with, like, Troy Zan or – so it, it's happened before where, like, the third juror is um, trying to understand, all right, wow, it's really between these other two, and, and they just take a backseat. And despite Laurel, in my opinion, Laurel played a very strong game. Despite that, she uh, she's a very, very smart woman, and she understood, all right, all the questions are going to Wendell and Dom, mm-hmm. so I'm going gonna, um, gonna to take a backseat, and uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to accept that. Cool. What do you what do you really uh, when you break it down and kind of now you've had time you know the game has passed and the, the show has now aired. What do you really accredit your win to? Why why do you ultimately believe that you won over Dom? I won over Dom because of a very strong social game, coupled with a strategic game and a strong um, physical game. But it, it had to be, <clears throat> excuse me it had to be my social game. Okay. And I ask this too of all the winners, you know, it's kind of hard to kind of look at yourself in the mirror in terms of survivor history and all that kind of stuff. But what do you feel, what do you think of your own performance as far as like in the, in the, you know, annals of, uh, of survivor history? Do you guys, do you feel like, do you feel like you should be considered one of the best winners of all time? Or do you feel uh, like you had a lot of help and a lot of luck along the way that you give credit to? Every winner has a lot of, a lot of luck getting to the end and winning the game. Um, but I, I, I feel like I'm a, a pretty good winner, man. Like, I went against someone that could have won a lot of seasons. Dom could win. Mm-hmm. He could have won our season, but he could win a lot of seasons. And his game can change based on the people he's playing against. And I beat that guy. Mm-hmm. I won by one measly vote, but I beat him. <laughs> so I feel like, uh, I feel like that's got to – that's got to speak for something, and I, I think that um, I think that I am a, a strong winner. I can't say top ten, top what five, whatever, but I, I do believe that I'm a very strong winner. And I know you've been asked this probably many times, or will be today. But uh, do you have any plans with what to do uh, moving on here with the, with the prize money? Oh yeah, I have to pay off my law school loans, and that'll be a lot, a lot of money. And then with the with the two dollars remaining, maybe I'll be able to get a sandwich or something. <laughs> that sounds good, man. Uh, well, one last thing yeah. too is we saw a quick clip of your audition tape last night on the reunion show, uh, and it was kind of talked about that you had auditioned several times over several years. Uh, any message you got to send out there to people as far as tips on their audition tapes or what they should do to get on the show? Absolutely. Um, first and foremost, keep applying. It took me many tries. So uh, don't give up on that opportunity, on that, you know, don't give up on that dream, but also be your authentic self, be the person that's within you and uh, just let that exude through the video. Don't, don't do a lot of gimmicks and all that. Just be you, be the genuine person that you are and, um, and keep, keep applying. Well, Wendell, it was awesome talking to you, man. And uh, congratulations again. I think you are an awesome winner. And uh, again, man, best of luck to you. Thank you so, so much, Tom. I appreciate you. All right, man. Take care. What's Wendell without Dom? Uh, He's my next interview uh, coming at you right now. Hey, Dom, man. How you doing today? How you doing? I'm doing good. You survived uh, the reunion show, huh? You guys have some fun out there? Absolutely. What a great time we had, for sure. (laughs) Well, dude, this is super cool to talk to you. I loved watching you play out there, and I just can't believe uh, how how it went down. Uh, so let's get into it. Um, you know the the breakdown of the jury votes. First of all, uh, the first five people on the jury uh, voted for you to win. The last yeah. you know five or six did not vote for you to win. What what do you what do you uh, read into that? I think um, the first five jury members maybe had a little more time to sit back and realize that uh, I, even though I came off pretty brash at times, it was it was more of strategic reasons. It wasn't that I was really trying to come off uh, assertive with people. And I think 
maybe the second five people didn't really have that time to absorb that. And I think they were still kind of, uh, um, you know, hurt by maybe some of the things that went down with me and them. So, you know, a lot of the timing or whatever it may be, but, you know, it's also individual personalities. I think it could be just a coincidence that the first five gave me their votes and then the second five didn't also, you know, sure. um, just the way it went. You know, I, I don't really know if there's a, a mathematical equation for it. <laughs> sure. No, with, uh, with, with that too, were there any, do you feel like, you know, we've seen a lot of juries uh, on Survivor that come in and their minds are already made up. Do you feel like that's how it was for you guys, or do you think that a lot of minds were made up at that final tribal? Um, I think everyone's mind is, is typically in a space where they think they know where they want to vote. But it's always – this is what makes a great survivor play. You have the ability to change the mind of someone in the moment, you know, mm-hmm. and that's what the, the essence of this game really is about is, is, yeah, you're thinking one thing, but can I have a conversation with you right now? And change your outlook on what you believe, and and that's that's the job of the person at Final Tribal. That's that's what my job was to do, and obviously I fell short doing that, and that's why I didn't win the game. Well, you know, do you feel though? Like I'm sure that you've probably talked uh, with the players after you know the finale now has has aired and all these things. Do, do you get any sense that that you lost a vote or or gained a vote? You know, by your your solely by the performance at Final Tribal. So the question is, do I think I lost because of my my final three tribal performance? I mean, meaning the mindset of the jurors, you know, like, um, do you really feel like somebody changed their vote kind of one way or the other? Do you feel like that final tribal oh. played into you and uh, ending up with five and five? Well, you know, I don't know exactly what everyone's mindset was going into it, but I do know that I think after speaking with a few of them, some of them did say that Wendell brought up some good points and they they did lean towards him. And then, But I also had the same effect on me with Chris Noble and some people, you know, that I, sure. think I, was gonna, I didn't think I was going to get their vote. And, and Chris said I, I did great. Like, I've spoken to him after the game. He's like, your your final three performance was fantastic. I, the reason I voted for you. So I definitely had an effect in a, in a good way. But at the same time, when you're you're doing something good for one, you might be hurting yourself or somebody else. You know, it's been uh, I think, unless I'm mistaken, it's been 36 seasons since we saw Probst read the final vote <laughs> at the final tribal council. Um, what goes through your mind in that moment? Uh, and I know that you said right after you saw that it was a tie vote, you kind of instantly knew. Uh, that your time was up, basically, that Laura was going to vote for Wendell. But just kind of describe what you were thinking when he starts actually reading the votes on site. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing. We just played this really big game, and, you know, it was very emotional, and it was very exhausting. And, and now Jeff comes out and basically says, hey, guys, we made history. You know, we're... we're we're going to read the votes now. And I knew immediately what that meant. I knew that that meant that we're doing something that's never been done before. So it was a really emotional moment because it was, I was happy to be a part of it, obviously. And mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, this is great. I'm part of survivor history. But seconds later, it sunk in that I had just lost the game because I knew the rule meant that Laurel now the next jury member and the whole game is in her hands now. Mm-hmm. With with that being said, you know, too, and I, I know it's it's tough because you came out on the losing side of it this time. But as a Survivor fan, do you do you like this method? Do you think that that's the the right way to do it? To do a tiebreak vote to give it to give the power to that third person who didn't get as many votes, or do you feel like a better uh, ending to the game is to do something different? You know, a challenge of some kind, or or, or a revote even to try to sway people's minds. Um, do you what do you like the process? Um, you know, I don't have a problem with it. It just means that you need to take that into consideration into your game, you know? Sure. For me, I, I don't mind any twist or turn that they, they give us uh, as long as we know ahead of time. And we did know that rule ahead of time. It just wasn't anything I anticipated happening because I was convinced that Donathan was going to give Laurel a vote. Sure. So that would have meant that it wasn't going to be an even amount of votes, you know? So sure. a tie didn't concern me, but... Uh, I say for any future player, you better have that in the back of your head that it could happen and that you better have a plan where you're taking someone to final three with you and that person has your, you know, you, you have that person's love. 
So, I mean, no player in the history of Survivor has gotten five winning votes and not and has not won the game until now. Until oh, you. Tell, me, tell me about it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I mean, I, I could just imagine the excruciating pain of what you're feeling. But the I wanted to talk to you about what we saw on TV about your, your consideration to possibly give away the, the final immunity. Um, I was, like, screaming at the TV, like, Dom, like, that's awesome in theory. Like, if you did that and beat Wendell, like, that would be, like, the biggest badass move in the history of Survivor. But the flip of that is, sure. if you would have done that and lost the fire-making challenge, you would, you'd be on a future reunion show standing next to yeah. Eric and James. Yeah, <laughs> with Eric and James, exactly. It's, like, the biggest bonehead move ever. The, um, yeah. That's true. So it's a, it's a huge risk for a huge reward, but it's like, it, it just was too risky to do. I mean, but don't get me wrong. Put me out there. I'll do it right now. Like, I mean, yeah, in hindsight. It was, it was, but it was, it was important for me, too, to, to, to show, you know, to play an impressive game. And, I mean, that would have been one of the most badass moves in the history of the game. <laughs> And what oh, a fitting, yeah! What a fitting way to end the season too, to see you and Wendell, you know, making fire against one another. Like that would have been a very fitting end to the show, I think. Yeah, I, I mean, the Wendell and Dom dynamic was some something that you know when we were doing it together. It's not like we were like, oh, this is going to play out good on television, right. <laughs> you know. But it was such a natural thing for us, you know. Two guys from the Northeast, we immediately got each other. You know, we just meshed so well together. Mm-hmm. And I think even in the pregame, we had like this this vibe about each other. You know, obviously we couldn't speak to each other, but we kind of knew, like, man, if we're on the same team, we're gonna do some damage together. And uh, when I thought we were on the same team together, I was so pumped because I knew that this was my guy. You know, knowing knowing that it was pretty much coming down to you or Wendell for the win, uh, it, I was also kind of surprised that maybe you didn't decide to actually pick Wendell to go with you to the end, kind of knowing that it was going to be head-to-head. Did Was there any thought to not let Wendell, like, get that? Because by him winning the fire-making challenge, that might have been just one more kind of, like, feather in his cap of things that he did on the game to make it to the end. Was there any thought of just taking Wendell? You know, that's that's a good question because, uh, you know, winning the Final Four immunity ended up hurting me, right? Because mm. I was proud that I won. I now had all the power. I can decide who goes. But in the process of putting Wendell in fire, I made him look like a hero. Mm-hmm. And not only did I do that, it almost was perceived by the jury that like I sent Angela out to her slaughter. Mm-hmm. In other words, they felt like, oh, come on, Wendell versus Angela in fire? Are you kidding me? This is a joke, right? <laughs> sure. So it, it, it gave them a bad taste in their mouth that like I was just sending Angela, another victim, off to her death. And at the same time, I was making Wendell look like a guy who's like, you know, it's not my fault. Tom's making me do this. Mm-hmm. So he looks good. I look bad. And my outlook on it now, I, I think I mentioned to someone else in the press that if it was up to me, I would just lose the Final Four immunity challenge hmm. and let myself be the person that has to go, you know, do this battle at fire making. Because at the end of the day, it did not help my game at all pulling that Final Four immunity. Wow, yeah, sure, for sure. Um, I also noticed, too, that, you know, at that final five uh, tribal council, uh, you looked, you know, the one where Wendell gives his idol to Laurel, uh, which I'm sure was also partially, you know, showmanship and and strategy on his part. Uh, But you you looked like you were clearly in disagreement with that move. Um, If he doesn't use the idol there on Laurel, like, are you wanting to vote Laurel out of the game right there? Like, does, does Wendell kind of throw a wrench into that, or were you kind of on board with what Wendell was doing? No, I have no problem that we were keeping Laurel. I wanted to go to the end with Laurel. Um, she was, from day 10, I was going to the end with Laurel. That was not an issue for me. Okay. It was his um, It was his showboating that I was laughing at. I was like, oh, you're going to put on this big performance now and try to show. <laughs> and I think the reason why he did it is because he realized that I was putting on so many shows at Tribal Council. And I think he was like, right, I think i got to do something myself here because I'm winning the theater part of Tribal every time. you know. So for him, he's like, all right, got to put some some show on right now but I immediately used to if you go back and watch that moment I mentioned to him I'm like are you going to do a big thing you know like I was kind of like trying to, I was trying to bring him down a notch by saying that to him you know but he still did a pretty good job of it and um, you know I'm not really sure how the jury perceived it but uh, I, I wanted the jury to realize that it was just a show you're about to get 
Um, I'm about to bring up the name Russell Hans, not to compare you to him in any way, because he was much clearly more a villain in the game. Uh, but up until this point, though, he was kind of the almost like the poster boy for you know one of the best survivor players uh, to never win the game, kind of a thing. Uh, I think that's you now. I think a lot of people look at you like you know, while like you, know, you were you had everything going, you were this great survivor player, and you just kind of fell short. And it even makes your legacy even that much better that it was this historic tie vote and you barely lost and it could have went either way. Um, knowing that, that, that your legacy was preserved, do you look back? I know you mentioned earlier, you do that fire making challenge against Wendell like right away, but like knowing that by not doing that, you, even though you lost, you ended up kind of preserving your survivor legacy. Does that mean anything to you or would you have, would you have thrown all that away to get the win? Obviously. No, I want the money first and foremost. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, it's great. The survivor, you know, to, to be called one of the greatest players to never win is an honor. You know, sure. I'm a huge fan of the game. All of that is amazing, and I'll take it as a consolation prize. But at the end of the day, if I had to have a less impressive move but to, and have the check, mm-hmm. I want the check. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, but I mean, but now that I know I don't have the check, um, yeah. I'm all for being one of the best to play and not win the game. That that means a lot to me. It really does. And you know, a lot of a lot of people uh, who've been uh, studying the game and and report on the game, they've been giving me a lot of really good feedback like that. And that to me is like, you know, like I said, if I can't have the money, it means a lot to hear some really credible people give me some good credit and that that means a lot to me for sure well that's definitely what i think um so the other thing i want to ask you about too is you know it's a different experience when you play the game then there's all this time that passes and then you know you you kind of watch how the game is presented on television uh we saw as fans that Laurel and Donathan uh had a lot of opportunities to kind of take a swipe at you throughout the game did that did that element of it surprise you at all watching the game or watching it unfold that kind of Laurel had your back as much as she did and that that kind of played into you making it as far as you did? I mean, I think I knew Laurel had my back, but I always knew that she was hesitant and that she wasn't sure about us at times. And I, I constantly had to like massage her and, and say, Laurel, look, we're good. You know, don't worry. Don't you're being frantic. You know, you don't need to do it. You need to watch them all. Sorry, my son just ran off. So, uh, you know, in the moment, I knew where she was at. To see it back on television, it, it kind of played out the way I expected it to. Okay. Um, I knew Donathan had these conversations with her, and he tried to pull her this way. I, all that was very obvious in the game to me. Um, but obviously, it's great to see things play out on television. You're like, oh, I never knew that. I never did this. <laughs> and, you know, all these little tricks and, you know, that they're showing. So it's, it, it's definitely fun to see. Well, uh, my time's about up, man. I just wanted to, again, uh, congratulate you. I know it sucks that you fell short, uh, but, you know, I thought you were awesome, and I think definitely you're you're going to be in the history books and Survivor, man. So congratulations on that, and uh, best of luck to you. Thanks so much, man. I appreciate it. All right. Take it easy. Have a good day. Next up on the podcast, we have uh, – it's a joint phone call with uh, – joint, I said – with uh, Sebastian and Donathan. Uh Voted out sixth and fifth, respectively. Uh, here's my talk with the both of them on the phone. Hi, Tom. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Cool. It's very cool to talk to both of you here today. Um, I'll, I'll split up some questions here for you. So, uh, Donathan, let's start with you. Uh, I'm sure you've been asked this a lot today, <laughs> today but... Um, Explain your vote. You know, you, you told you had that scene with Wendell where you told him if he was in the end against Dom that you would never vote for him. You ended up voting for him. Explain your vote uh, for Wendell to win. Uh, that was also strategic. It was just to kind of get the unrattled up. Eventually, though, on day 38, I had to look back and step outside the game, kind of look from the outside, see what was going on, and I evaluated both of their games. And for Wendell, he played a great social game. He had one of the best camps ever made for survivors, so it's out. We outplay and outlast, and that outplay is like shelter life and stuff like that too. And he's, you know, just a great person to be around. He's enjoyable. He's a great representative, I think, for survivors. And he won those challenges at the end. He made fire to make his way to the final three. <laughs> I mean, the guy had really. He went out with a bang, and that's really what sealed his vote for me. For Sebastian, um. 
talk about that, that the tribal with your double vote. You know, it was the last time you could use it, but you still chose not to use it. Just explain your thought pat process. I know that Dom, uh, you mentioned he was a great actor, uh, but just kind of talk us through why you didn't end up using your advantage. Yeah, I mean, uh, what would you do if someone put a idol in Jeff Prost's hand and said, I'm playing this for myself, <laughs> and you're going to try and put, you know, four votes on him? I mean, I was just like, what the heck do I do now? So, you know, like I was um, talking to Donathan, or excuse me, talking to Dom, Wendell, and Laurel earlier in the day just to uh, solidify the fact that, you know, I was telling them we were going to vote for Donathan. I thought that if I uh, just went ahead and wrote down Donathan's name because I didn't really know what else I was going to do uh, right. after that. I thought that I'd kind of keep my trust with them and hopefully they'd, uh, you know, still like me a little bit instead of voting for Dom. Um, and then I thought I was just, you know, it would be a, a waste of the votes if I put my two votes on him. So I just thought I needed to put it on someone else. And the only other person was Donathan. Okay. And uh, another question for you, Sebastian, too, is um, – you obviously clearly looked, uh, you know, I don't know if I want to use the word bitter, but you definitely looked upset with Dominic uh, at the final tribal for how he kind of handled that whole thing with the fake idol. Uh, tell us what you were feeling and if you, you know, Don, Dominic tried to explain to you why he did it like that, um, but did that make any sense to you? Do you understand what he did now or do you still look at it as kind of over the top? Oh, no. I mean, whatever he said, he said, but I said it change the fact of how it uh, was visually or, you know, uh, portrayed towards me. Uh, it, it was a, it was a little abusive, and I think he was just sucking up uh, to try and get my vote, and I wasn't having any of it because of the way that I saw it happen in, in live, in the live flesh. So, you know, nothing he was going to say that night was going to change the way I was going to vote. Okay, and uh, Donathan, um, you... Mm-hmm. You, you know, you were a, a kind of a, a fan favorite this season, I, I thought, for as far as my readership went. And uh, I know that you, there's also some haters out there, too, for you. But uh, you were not afraid to drop the, the truth bombs and kind of just, you know, shake things up out there. But uh, is it is it unfair to, to put your your fate in the game in, on Laurel? Like, cause, oh. uh, it, could you have not turned on Laurel at some point if you needed to, if you didn't think that her game was lining up with yours? Well, you know, it's a, it's a full experience out there. you got 24 hours, and you're always questioning your moves. You're thinking what's going on. But mm-hmm. with Laurel, how we had stuck together since day one. We were on the bottom of the Malolo tribe, and we ended up being the, the final two standing, and that's commemorable that to our, that we, we at least made it that far into the game considering the circumstances. Mm-hmm. But me and her, I, I thought with her being a super fan that she would be willing to really play at the end. So I, I did, you know, want her to be there with me, but... She really let me down there at the end, but I'll ever now. I don't have no grudge or anything about it at all. But yeah, she was my girl. I had to take her as far as I could, and you know, and when truth bombs happen, she probably like, oh my god, he's ruining our game or his game at least. But I was wanting to show people I'm there to play. I'm there to try to take down those big dogs, and that's what I, I'm proud of. I do not ever regret a, a day of it. Talk about your growth out there, too. I know a lot of people have talked about, you know, kind of how you started and you kind of found your, your voice out there a little bit. Um, just kind of talk about your evolution through the game and how you felt from the beginning to the end. Yeah, uh, at the beginning, you know, I did take the cast, and you're, you're all built and beautiful, and, you know, I'm like, oh, my goodness, it's like a young season, it's a young cast, and I'm like uh, intimidated. So when I get out there, you know, I try to be quiet, I try to serve, you know, Sebastian was on the video, but I was over on Malolo. And we all, you know, gelled pretty well, but I always made sure to stand back and kind of see what was going on. But as the game progressed, I, I really found my voice, and I needed to, to show people that I did. I got confidence, especially after the water challenge. A lot of people gave me hell over that. So, <laughs> but I thought it was a great moment for me. It really, you know, really gave me the boost that I needed because Jeff Pollard, you know, he's the hero of his tribe, and, that kind of set that it started to it started flaming me to really play this game and and do good out there. I wanted to prove myself that I could play it, and I'm satisfied that I did. You know. Sure, uh, Sebastian, with your final vote too. Like I know, obviously, like we talked about, um, you know, you talked about how Dom handled that whole thing. 
Um, as time has now passed and you've kind of you know had some a lot of months in between when the show happened and and now and the airing of the show, uh, do you still do you still feel like Wendell is the clear winner, or do you wish that you would have been able to see past Dom's uh, theatrics? Uh, or like, do you stand by your vote to, for Wendell? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Wendell uh, definitely deserved it all. He was the all-around uh, survivor dude that um, you know everyone wants to be. He was building the shelter and he was in the water hunting fish and he was tying together every witch whack of piece of wood that you can find on a Fijian beach. You know, he was just in my and he played the game so so well uh, verbally. He was just a cool, um, persuasive dude that. Wasn't you know didn't really get on your nerves so, and he was like my best friend out there um, besides Chris uh, and Jenna so uh, he had my vote. Um, if I wasn't in the final three, he definitely had my vote, no doubt. It's pretty common knowledge now too, Sebastian, that you know uh, from the internet and stuff like that. We all know that you're um, in a relationship uh, with Jenna. Uh, when did that start? Was it early on in the show? Did it start at Ponderosa? Kind of when did you notice that that was uh, a thing that was going to happen? Yeah, so it's crazy how you meet people in life, you know. <laughs> so he sat down actually on the flight uh, out to Fiji right next to me uh, in the back of the airplane. Um, and it was a little two-seater on the side, like the window seat. Mm-hmm. And so we had no choice but to talk, and we're not supposed to talk. Um, but we talked the entire way (laughs) and, uh, we kind of started, you know, swinging right there and then, um, and we kept a quiet Ponderosa, uh, relationship. Uh, we would, you know, bring each other gummies and wink at each other and draw (laughs) each other pictures. And so we already had this like amazing bond, um, besides, uh, because we couldn't talk at Ponderosa, obviously. So. During the show, or when the show started, uh, we were placed on separate tribes, and that kind of pulled us apart. But when we were back together, we uh, every night we'd sleep together and you know snuggle, and she'd keep me warm. <laughs> but other than that, um, we kind of not we kind of tried to keep it uh, relatively quiet because you know Survivor. Every time someone's in a relationship, <laughs> they go boom, boom the next two weeks. You know exactly. So, and I have to say, they done very well. They done very well to keep it on the DL. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody knew, which was kind of cool. You know, uh, Donathan, um, it's pretty rare too to get to the finale, uh, not win the game, but still, you know, win an extra surprise amount of money. Uh, that you know, we learned that Sia gifted you money on the show last night. Um, what what has that whole experience been like? What what does that mean to you? And, and how surprised were you by that? I think everybody's get the same answer because the only word I can think of just the experience was mind blowing. I went up there, I just thought, mess. I was watching it live and seeing how it was all gonna, how it was all edited. Then I got up there to talk to Jess and I was nervous because that's live television and a big studio audience. And then he throws <laughs> this little like truth bomb on me that she is giving me money and she's one of my most favorite artists. I love her, I love her music. And you know, it was just, uh, it was just an outer body experience. I, I'll never forget it. She just, she's amazing. I, I just appreciate it so much. You guys both got to be at Ponderosa, you know, during like the, the final stretch of the game there. What was the vibe at Ponderosa? Would people, would the jury talk about, you know, who should win? And was there debates back and forth? Did, did anything like that, was there anything like that going on? What was kind of the vibe at Ponderosa? Um, I think. Well, I kind of tried to uh, figure out who was voting for who, um, and it seemed like it was going to be, uh, you know, close to a tie from what I heard from everybody, but there's no, you know, I think it was the first tie in Survivor history, so mm-hmm. um, we were just trying to get a feel, and it sounded like it was going to be close to a tie. And how about you, Don? And for me, it was, we were having a fun time. I mean, it was great to see everybody, and we really enjoyed uh, it. Mean, I our last few days there, but... For me, I just kind of sat back and listened to people. I wanted to know what people's thoughts were, and I took them into consideration. And I wanted to be the, the person that was sitting back and thinking. I, I try to let people just speak, and that's just how I started the game, kind of. But I wanted to know how everybody felt, and I really took their thoughts into consideration as well. Um, I, I spoke to Don, uh, Dominic earlier and asked him, uh, you know, I don't know if you guys realize this, but the first five people on jury ended up voting for Dominic to win, and then the last six on the jury ended up voting for Wendell to win. 
and he kind of I yep. asked him about that, and he he responded that it, he thought it was uh, possibly that the people that got voted off first had spent a little bit more time out of the game and were able to kind of look at it a little bit more clearly. Do you guys buy that at all, or do you think do you feel like there was some bitterness with the, the last six and they weren't able to see the game clearly, or do you think he's off a little well, bit there? One thing I say is I'm not no bitter jury member. I went up there to play the game, and I was okay with the results. But I did say back that day, I, I spent a lot of time thinking about it. So I'm not going to be labeled as a bitter jury member because Wendell, had, he was in the position I wanted to be in. I wanted to kind of ride in the back. Mm-hmm. I wanted to let somebody claw eyes out. So I knew that he would play. A, he was the great social guy. There's no, doubt, there's no doubt about it that he is the person that should have won Ghost Island. Okay. Um, what about, uh, what about Angela's move there, Sebastian, too? To, it it kind of looked like she, you know, blurted out your, the plan. That's kind of what fell everything apart. Uh, were you surprised by that? What was your guys' take on Angela in the game? As fans, we didn't really get to see much of Angela and she seemed on the outside of everything. Yeah, it was, um, you know, I totally thought we had Angela, uh, in our hands and in our arms in the vote together. Um, because Angela had been. We were in a pretty decent relationship, um, us personally. Mm-hmm. Um, she would, you know, braid my hair every day, and we'd have great conversations. So I thought that she would really, you know, take – she always wanted to make a move. So I thought that she – if she wanted to make a serious move and get these big boys out, this would be the perfect thing to do for her. Um, and, you know, it was – I was so upset. Um, when I heard that I had an extra vote at tribal council, like, I mean, somebody told her and I'm pretty sure it wasn't Donovan. So Angela <laughs> was kind of a loose cannon there at the end. And the fact that she was literally, I mean, de- deteriorating, uh, as a human being and she couldn't, she, uh, a lot of the time she couldn't even form a sentence. Mm. Uh, I know they don't portray that uh, on her, uh, as a, uh, on the TV, but I mean, she would say things that just, you you know, take 15 seconds to process and say, wait a second, none of that made sense. So it's kind of my fault that I relied on her in such a big uh, moment in the game to make such a bold move. Okay. Well, hey, guys, uh, my time is running out, but I wanted to just say it was a pleasure uh, chatting with both of you and uh, great watching you both on the show, and, and best of luck to, to you all. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. Pleasure talking. All right, man, thanks a lot. Last and certainly not least, uh, I will be speaking now with uh, Laurel and Angela, who are both on the phone together. Uh, That will round out all six of the people that we've talked to uh, from the finale. So here it is, my interview with Laurel and Angela. Good morning, Tom. Hi, guys. How's it going? How how are both of you doing today? Good. Yeah, doing well. All right, cool. Well, I'll try to bounce back and forth here, but uh, (laughs) let's start with you, Laurel. Uh, So... I thought you had uh, a great argument at the end. Uh, you actually swayed me a lot watching it on, on television. Um, but before we even get into like the whole tie vote thing, were you were you surprised in that moment that you that you weren't able to get any votes away from Dom and Wendell? Yeah, I was really surprised and I was really disappointed. I think um, going into tribal, I thought I would have had Donathan's vote. I thought I had Angie's vote, and I thought I would have had some of the Malolo vote in like Olivia or Jenna. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I thought I played a really good case at Final Tribal, but as Final Tribal went on, it became clear to me that it didn't really matter what I said. Everything I said was batted down by someone. At one point, Michael had said, honestly, I'm voting between Dom or Wendell. It doesn't matter. Chris Noble had said the same thing. He said my vote's going between Dom and Wendell, and they just kind of directed their questions toward them. Oh, so um, I left Tribal feeling a lot less confident than they did going into it. And, yeah, I was pretty disappointed. It kind of sucks to get that far and then feel like, the jury's mind is already made up, and nothing that you said say is going to matter anyway. Yeah, and, and and not only that, you were in this unique position where you know you're like five seconds earlier, you're fighting to win the game and win a million dollars, and then all of a sudden, you're told you have to vote as a member of the jury. <laughs> Just walk us through that whole kind of that moment of of going from you know hoping that you might have a chance to win the game to knowing you lost and having to vote for the winner. It was gutting. It was an emotional roller coaster. I don't know if it comes across how just emotionally draining that final tribal is. And to go in thinking, oh, my God, I have a shot to win Survivor, then realize, kind of getting railed on by the jury, going through, getting battered with kind of the attacks of my game, 
then realizing that I've lost the game, then realizing it's a tie, and then that I have to break the tie. I was in shock. Um, it was it was in complete shock. It was not a vault that I was expecting to make, and it gutted me to do it. I mean, I think everyone saw my relationship with Wendell, um, but I had the same relationship with Dom, and so while I was thrilled for Wendell and happy for him, I was absolutely gutted for Dom, and I hated that I had to be the one to cast that vote against him because he had also played a great game who he was also deserving of the win and I knew how hard he had worked also and I love him dearly. So sure. the emotional roller coaster that I went on during however long that was, it was awful. It it completely wiped me out. <laughs> uh Angela, uh you had said on the show that you kind of felt like you had been on the outside of several of the votes. Um, but, you know, in the finale, of course, last night we saw Sebastian's plan to use his, his double vote and try to, you know, flip the game up. You ended up going to talk to Dom about that. Uh, describe your, your thought pattern on, on your decision to do that. Whoop, is Angela there? Andrew, mute. Sorry, I was sitting there talking. Had it on mute. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, sorry. Um, yeah, so that was definitely from a strategic standpoint. I um, never thought I would have made it to Final Four with um, Sebastian. I thought it would be Sebastian, Dom, Wendell, and Laurel, and I wasn't so confident that um, Sebastian was going to put that extra vote on Dom, especially you know when we knew that he had idols and he was going to play it. It wouldn't work, and I potentially could be you know, the next person off um, or Donathan, but I thought I had a better chance giving that. Um, I knew Dom had the two idols and um, telling him that. I thought that that was, you know, my best strategic move. Personal connection move, absolutely. And I was, it was extremely hard. Um, in the green room, Sebastian didn't know I was, you know, part of that play. And when he found out, he was crushed. And, I mean, at the end, we hugged it out and maybe shed a few tears. But, yeah, um, it was best for me for the game strategically. And I wanted to ask you about that too, because, because you kind of, you know, your portrayal too on the show was that you were kind of like on the outside of some of these alliances. Uh, did you, did in your own mind, as the game went on, did you have a, like an ideal path to, to actually, to win the game? Like, did you see yourself sitting against certain people and, and, and what would your pitch have been? Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if there's a reason you're on survivor and if you can't see yourself sitting in the final, sure. then you shouldn't be there. Sure. Um, but yeah, I thought I had a good chance against Wendell and Dom versus Laurel and Sebastian. Um, I know they had a great gameplay, but they also burnt some bridges. If you listen to Kellen, she was extremely hurt and angered and it wasn't just her with few. So, um, you know, I think you go through your mind of who you could best compete against and who you would have a better chance of winning that million dollars against. And then, Angela, too, could you mind, uh, explain your, your final vote? Like, what made you ultimately vote for Wendell? Yeah, absolutely. I went in um, with one person on my mind and heart and came out um, with another. Um, so it was all, in the end, it was all about, it was definitely about gameplay. Wendell had an amazing game. Um, as Laurel said, um, they, Dom and Wendell played very similar games, you know, and they, they helped one another and they complimented it one another very well however there was some pivotal moments that we had conversations with dom and he would definitely not make a move we plotted against wendell a couple of times with dom or somebody else and dom refused to make any moves without running it by wendell first yeah. um so he was slightly uh, more strategic um and i definitely had a, a stronger personal bond with wendell okay and you know laurel too i, I wanted to address this you know obviously Sur survivor is a very complex game uh, you clearly had a, a great strategy for yourself to get to the end. You know, I, I thought it was kind of interesting that, you know, throughout the, the last few weeks, people were, you know, online and stuff were, you know, why isn't Laurel making the big move? Why isn't Laurel, you know, why is she staying loyal to them? But in the end, uh, two straight tribals, Wendell re reciprocates your loyalty by giving you his idol at, at final five. And then Dom takes you to final three at the end. So they both kind of, it ended up working for you as, as a strategy to get to the end. But you talked about at final tribal about like the, the idea of big moves and everybody wanting to see big moves. And that just wasn't your path. Looking back on that now, I guess, uh, is it, how frustrating is it to you that 
people don't respect that more subtle gameplay and they, they need the big move in order to kind of put that on your resume. It was really frustrating. Um, I think for some reason there's this narrative that you have to make a big move to win the game. And, you know, that's a mistake on my part. I knew I'm a super fan of the show. I know that juries like big moves. So I should have known better and should have known that I needed something flashy to add to my resume. Um, yeah, it was really frustrating. I thought that I had played a good game. I thought I had made the right move. Like you said, mm-hmm. the payoff of sticking with those guys came at Final Five and Final Four when probably in any other season I'd go home at those votes. Mm-hmm. Or if I'd flipped on those guys, I'd go home at those votes. Um, so for me, it was really uh, annoyed, for lack of a better word, mm-hmm. by the fan base. Because um, I just felt like I was damned if I did, damned if I didn't. If I had flipped on the guys, yeah, I'd take one of them out of the game, but I'm probably next to go. Right. Or I get cut out at whether it's seven or six or five or four or three. There was no way I was making it to the end if I had flipped. I was just on the bottom of those alliances. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kellen and Chelsea were a really tight group. Sebastian was in there. I didn't have the relationship with the other side that I needed. Um, obviously, looking back, I wish I had done something differently because it didn't work out. But in the moment, I thought I was making the right move. And your relationship with Donathan, too, was interesting. But I also kind of felt, I, I guess I was, I found myself defending you a lot online because <laughs> I liked your gameplay and liked uh, liked watching you play. But, like, uh, a lot of people would say, you know, like, Donathan's trying to make all these big moves, uh, but, you know, Laurel ended up being more loyal to the guys. Don't you blame, I mean, not, not blame, I guess is the word, but isn't Donathan's own game his own game? Like, if he wanted to make big moves, he could have decided to do that without you, right? Like, you shouldn't be responsible for Donathan's... Uh, not winning the game. Yeah, well, thank you for defending me online, first of all. I appreciate <laughs> yeah, no problem. That. I'm here for um, you. Yeah, I, I was frustrated by that, too. I saw that a lot, that I had ruined Donathan's game. I mean, Donathan could have made a move without me. He didn't have to stay loyal to me. He could have mm-hmm. flipped on me. There were other people in the game, and if you know they wanted to make a move, you know, I don't know why it was me or nothing. So sure. I, I felt the same way. It was kind of like... I'm making decisions that I felt best for me, and Jonathan decided to go along with that. He didn't have to go along with that, um, but he chose to. And obviously he got taken out sooner, so maybe it would have been a better move for him to flip, but that's on him. I don't think I owed it to him to make the decision that was best for him. I had to make the decisions that were best for me. Angela, too. You know, you know Laurel didn't get to experience Ponderosa necessarily, but um, Angela, you got to be there, you know, for just a couple days probably. What was the vibe at Ponderosa? Did you f- kind of feel that people had their minds made up as to who they were voting for, or do you feel like a lot of minds were made up at the final tribal? Um, you know what? No, I, I, I absolutely don't. I think um, some, a few were definitely set in their votes, but I think a lot of them struggled. Not, I don't think I know that a lot of struggled. Um, after the votes were casted, I mean, you can hear there was a lot of um, dialogue with the jury, I mean, even during tribal. Um, so I think a lot of people struggled in that voting booth when it came down to writing a name down. Several people said that they struggled in, in whom they were going to choose. So I, I think a lot of people may have had an idea, but then once the dialogue between the three remaining and the jury, um, you know, there was a lot of a struggle. So, yeah. A question for both of you, too. You know, watching, being out there on the show is one thing, then having all the time pass, and then watching it play out on television uh, is a whole other experience. What, if anything, would either of your final votes for Wendell, would anything have been different knowing what you know now after watching the game? No, I I still believe Wendell played the best game. I think that the show didn't always do Wendell justice either, and that some of his moves weren't really given credit to him either. Okay. Um, probably trying to build up suspense for whether it should be Wendell or Dom. I definitely got the sense that the show wanted you to think that it should have been Dom. I don't know if you felt that way. Sure. Um, but no, my mind hasn't changed. It's still, I thought both of them played a great, great game. I saw that on the show, but I still thought Wendell had the edge. I don't know if you agree, Ange. Uh, yeah, Laurel, I 100% agree, um, and that's why my vote went the way it did. Um, yeah, so and I think they did do um, fine edits, as as you said, Laurel. Um, not everything was shown, and obviously that's impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, but the good thing is, is we've seen it and we know what happened. So yeah, I think Laurel is 100% right, and it would have stayed the same as well. No. I haven't seen what people are saying online this morning. Is the general consensus that it should have been Wendell or is the consensus that it should have been Dom? I think a lot of people feel 
that it was a neck and I think a lot of people are satisfied. And in, in fact, I know it's it probably stings to not have gotten any any winning votes, but I, I'm getting a lot of people that have love for you too. As just a, the, this final three, people thought was incredibly strong. You know, you, a lot of times the third person isn't isn't factored in uh, to the people's thought pattern of who's going to win. Um, but it, it really wasn't all about Dom and Wendell. There were a lot of people that thought that you should have won too. You know, uh, based on your argument at Tribal and and your gameplay. So. You know, everybody complains about it, something, right? <laughs> but you, you definitely have yeah. a, a strong group of people that like Wendell and a strong group of people that are voting for Dom. Okay, well, I'm glad it's split then. I was worried that I would come out and the Americans would be like, oh, my God, it should have been Dom. So I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> now, mm-hmm. now, Dom had that crazy idea of his to, to give immunity away to try to maybe go up in a fire challenge against Wendell. Had he done that and actually won and taken Wendell out of the game, would that have sealed the deal? Like, as far as if you guys had to have cast a jury vote, would that have pushed, obviously, over the edge that Dominic is the master? Ugh, that's tough. I don't know. For me, I didn't put a lot of stake in the fire making. I kind of thought the game is Survivor. It's not about building a fire. For me, it's about the game that you played over 39 games, over 39 days in the move that you've made. Um, I think it probably helped Dom with a little bit of flash, but I think the people that voted for Wendell probably were not going to flip their votes to Dom because I think a lot of those votes were personal. Like I said, Kellen was really scorned by Dom. Kelsey was really scorned by Dom. Um, I don't think the people are flipping just because he built the fire on day 39 or 38, whatever it was. Okay. Um, well, hey, guys, my time is almost up, uh, but I wanted to say again, it, it was really cool to chat with both of you and watch you both on the show. Uh, and sorry you guys came up short, but it was uh, I thought it was a great finale and, and, a, and a very awesome season. So thank you, guys. Thank you so much. So there you go. We've gotten through it. That's all six of the final interviews from Survivor Ghost Island. We can officially put a bow on this season. Once you check out my online uh, updated rankings, they will be online on realitytea.com by Friday of this week. You can check out my updated list of Survivor winners as well as the most memorable seasons of Survivor. Where does Wendell Holland rank and where does the season of Ghost Island rank on these lists? Check it out. Give me your comments. Tell me how terrible it is (laughs) where, where I end up ranking them. So... We're moving on. Ghost Island's in the past, and uh, we're looking forward now to Season 37. It'll start in the fall, September. Survivor has officially been renewed already through Season 38, so we know that there will at least be two seasons, but we're already hearing Burnett and Probes talk about Season 40, uh, which would come out in another year, two years from now, really. Uh, So, yeah, it's David versus Goliath. What do you guys think of the theme? It's 20 new people, 10 of them Davids, 10 of them Goliaths kind of like underdogs versus maybe bullies kind of a thing. I don't really know if I like the biblical connotation of it. Uh, I definitely don't want to get into a religious kind of slant on the show, but we'll have to kind of see how it plays out. It is in Fiji again. That's been the kind of the go-to filming location. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's coming at you. So Survivor is coming up. This podcast, though, is going to continue uh, sporadically. It might not be every single week, but the Film Survivor podcast, as you might know, is all about Survivor, and it's all about movies. I'm a film critic. I'm on television. Uh, I'm on a show called MovieShowPlus.com. You can find episodes of MovieShowPlus.com, by the way, on MovieShowPlus.com. So watch the show. We have interviews, celebrity interviews all the time, Uh, my movie reviews. We have all kinds of fun uh, featurettes and kind of upcoming things, new trailers. It's all about movies. It's really cool. It's fun. On the podcast, we're going to eventually maybe be talking and I get some you know other interviews that we might be able to put on the podcast and uh, go from there. That being said, we're also uh, starting some uh, fundraising things with, with the podcast and the show. So I don't usually do this. I don't think I've ever done this actually on the air, but uh, feel free to donate. If you like this podcast and would like to see it go, your donations help and your support helps me be able to continue to give you this Film Survivor podcast. We have started a Podbean, uh, you know, kind of fundraising thing that you can find on the Podbean site. And also uh, there's a GoFundMe page now for Movie Show Plus, which also helps fund this podcast. So check those out and uh, anything that you can do is helpful and appreciated. That's going to do it for me, though, for this season. Ghost Island is in the books. We are moving on and moving into the summer. I hope you guys all had a great time, enjoyed the season. It was great chatting with all of you throughout. 
hoping to be back in the fall to cover David versus Goliath. And uh, with that, we will see you all later. Have a good one, everybody.